Arizona Sports, Sports. the The local sports leader, leader. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. And off we go with the 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo show. Halfway home on this Friday afternoon. Let's get you caught up on everything you need to know going on in sports, starting with the Phoenix Suns. They lost their final game before the All-Star break last night to the Clippers at home, 116 to 107. Josh Akogi, 24 points, made six threes. Chris Paul passed Michael Jordan for third on the all-time steals list. Crazy. He just has, what, Jason Kidd and John Stockton ahead of That's him? That's it. Now at this point, Terrence Ross made his son's debut last night. Last night. Came out firing 17 shots in 25 minutes. Devin Booker appreciated the aggressiveness. That was really important, uh, doing what you know, he's always done. You know, it's tough to do, though, in a new system and just come out here playing and playing aggressive and you know we need that out of them but with the loss gambo the suns go into the all-star break fifth in the western conference yeah and again we talked about how far they can climb and it's probably somewhere around three or four i don't think they'll be five i think they'll probably pass sacramento sacramento's got a really tough schedule these final 20 something games that schedule's brutal i think the suns will be three or four you know which doesn't matter they're not going to get to one they're not going to get to two the most important thing for the Phoenix Suns, get Kevin Durant back in the lineup. Hopefully that game next week, that nationally televised game on uh, what's it, ESPN? Is yes. it the ESPN game? Get him back and let's see if everybody can get you know into rhythm in the final 20 games of the season. Yeah, that was one of the stories I was going to bring up here in the reset. A housekeeping note if you're keeping eyes on the potential debut of Kevin Durant. The NBA has flexed the Suns' first game back from the All-Star break to a national TV game next Friday night on ESPN against Oklahoma City. Take that for what it's worth. I think we all know the reason why ESPN has picked up that game for its national TV broadcast. Yeah, that may be getting an indication that KD's going to be back from exactly. the MCL injury. KD's been out for a while, but uh, that could be a target date for him to come back. Suns rumors. ESPN's Brian Windhorst earlier today on the buyout market. The Suns have been doing some background research into Kevin. And don't forget, James Jones, the team president, was teammates with Kevin Love when they won the championship in 2016 with the Cavs. The new look Suns have a roster spot, have a bunch of money they can still pay to free agents, so keep an eye on the Suns as a contender for Kevin Love. They have a bunch of money, but they do still have some of that mid-level taxpayer exception, they right? They do. I'd rather them keep Ish Wayne, right? I really would. I mean, I is... Kevin Love is on a contending team in the Cleveland Cavaliers. They don't want him. He's been beat out by guys like Osman and Wade. And I just don't think that Kevin Love would be able to come here and be a part of a 10-man rotation for Monty Williams. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see the interest and how pronounced it is. They're, as part of Windhorse reporting, the, the reporting has gone all along that he wants to go to the Miami Heat, but that the Cavs are only going to buy him out as long as he doesn't go to an Eastern Conference contender that they might meet in the playoffs. That's why you're seeing some Western conference teams mentioned for him as well, because a lot of people thought he was headed to Miami, but that might be a condition of his buyout. A Cardinals potential defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator tracker is now live on the Arizona Sports app, because of course is it, it is. Is it really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, That's right the best website in town, ArizonaSports.com. Go there for everything and you need free. to know. And it's free. You don't got to pay for it. It's free. free. Baby. Here are the names reportedly linked to Arizona as we speak. For offensive coordinator, the leader is Cleveland Browns quarterbacks coach Drew Petzing. He's been he's reportedly interviewed today. He's been the leader in the clubhouse for basically the last week 
or so, right? It's, and it seems like longer than that that we've been hearing this name. Sure. Obviously, the ties with uh, that, that he has with Jonathan Gannon. He's a younger guy, but he's been a quarterback's coach, so they might feel like he could come in and do a good job of Kyla Murray. Here are the other names. Washington Commanders wide receivers coach Shrew Terrell, Bengals wide receivers coach Troy Walters, Saints running backs coach Joel Thomas. Now, John Deshazier, he's a writer for Saints, hopped on Wolf and Luke today to talk about Thomas. got to imagine that he learned some innovation from Sean Payton being on that staff for a while, and then he experienced some rough times with this staff uh, the last couple of years, so I think he's a guy who probably has a good feel of what he feels like works and what he feels like doesn't work. We'll see. It seems like it's going to be Petzing. No one knows that for sure, but he's been the name that's been talked about the most. Yeah, you've got to, listen, I think there are Rooney rules involved, there so are. you do have to You interview. mentioned that yesterday. I, I got confirmation on that. Yeah, you, I always you, believed that there was you, you were right. Rooney yeah, rules I wasn't from sure minor, about for it, but coordinated positions. Yeah, not for others, mm-hmm. but for coordinated positions, there are Rooney rules involved. So you got to go through the interview process, and look, it's good because you get a bunch of names in front of you, and hopefully you find people that you like. If it's not for now, it may be for later. All right, for defensive coordinator, two yeah. names right now in front of us. Patriots defensive line coach DeMarcus Covington. Interesting. Bears linebackers coach Dave Borgonzi. I would imagine one came from Monty and one came from Gannon, given that Monty's got all those connections with the Patriots. Kind of has that feel to it. Could well, be wrong, but it Co- has that feel Covington to it. would be would be Monty. Right. Because, you know, Covington is uh, 33 years old. He was the defensive coordinator at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Um, so he does have connections with Monty Austin Fort when their paths crossed in New England, when Monty was the director of college scouting. Um, he's a guy that's on the rise. He's been with the Patriots since 2017. So an interesting name to interview for D.C. Yeah, no doubt about that. There is a coach who is leaving, and I, I mentioned this in the tease. According to Josina Anderson, Cardinals associate head coach and wide receivers coach Sean Jefferson will be departing from Arizona after receiving confirmation in an exit meeting today. He's yeah. only been here since 2021. So hasn't been here for a long time. So he's only been here since 2021. He'd been previously he'd been with the Jets as a an assistant head coach, offense wide receivers. His son obviously plays yep. you know, in the league. So I we've talked about this. It's you need to start with a clean slate and all new coaches that you know. Okay, NFL news. Mm-hmm. You stop when you want to comment on something. Free agent quarterback Derek Carr gonna visit with the New York Jets, according to reports. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, if you're a Jet fan, would you rather have Aaron Rodgers at his age or Derek Carr? Aaron Rodgers, which in a related story, longtime Packers reporter Bob McGinn says the Packers are, quote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers, that they're done with him and that they are, quote, unquote, moving on from him. Be careful what you wish wish for. With Aaron Rodgers, you're a contender every year. You know, to go to the playoffs, win a division, go to a Super Bowl. You don't know what this kid Jordan Love is going to do. Now, you could get, you know, for, for if you're the Jets, you've got to give up something to get. Aaron Rodgers. Right. You don't have to give up anything to get Derek Carr. The commanders and Eric Bieniemy agree to terms on a multi-year deal. He'll be their assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator. Got an upgraded title. Chance to build his own staff and a big commitment from that organization. Clearly looking at it as a stepping stone to get a head coaching job at some point. Yeah, he's been bypassed for so many jobs and you look at it and you almost don't understand why because he's you know been with that with Andy Reid for such a long time and you know you would think okay even though he didn't call plays because Andy 
Andy Reid did that like you would want to hire him with all the expertise. Maybe he doesn't do good interview. I don't know, but he he should have a job right now. U of A men's basketball dominated Utah last night. You're as damn right they did. Bellis missed a couple of shots. He was he had in a foul good second half. He did have a good second half. He was in foul trouble the whole first half. Kirk Creasa had 17 points, six assists, uh, 88-62 the final. ASU men's basketball, not as much fun. They dropped a tough one at home to Colorado. 67-59, getting outscored 17-3 to over the last five and a half minutes. Last time that uh, Utah won at Arizona, I think they were both in the whack. Uh, top Gun was the top movie, 1986. They were not both in the whack in 1986. What was, oh, yeah, not, what was I thinking? Arizona was not in the whack in Arizona 1986. No. Utah, my. No. The last time Utah swept Arizona was in 76 77. That, that, then they weren't in the pack. Okay. That's when they were in the whack. All right. 76 77, the last time Utah swept Arizona. Buckstar Giannis Intentacumpo exited in the second quarter of last night's win over the Bulls. Sprained right wrist. He did not return. The x rays came back uh, negative, according to Mike Budenholzer. According to initial reports, the injury is minor, but no word on his status for All Star Weekend. Crocodile Dundee was the number two movie. <laughs> the Karate Kid, number three. Back to School, number four. Aliens, number five. Uh, Service Bueller's movie. Day Off was number nine. That's a good year for movies. The last time, yeah. Wait, uh, give me that. Give me the top list again. This it, is nineteen eighty six. Here's your top. Here's your top ten. Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, The Karate Kid Part Two, Back to School, Aliens, Star Trek: The Voyage Home, The Color Purple, Ruthless People, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Down and Out, in Beverly Hills. The okay, Color like, of Money, like, Police Academy ooh, 3. Color of Money, was that year too? Color of Money, uh, Poltergeist 2, Pretty like in Pink. Three or four or five About movies last on night. that list that are pretty good. The, yeah. money pit. Uh, the Money Pit. Heartbreak my, Ridge. My wife loves The Money Pit. Diamondbacks won their arbitration hearing against Josh Rojas. He'll earn 2.6. Oh my God, the, the worst movie I ever saw of all time was in this list. The worst movie I've ever seen in my whole life. We're all waiting on every word. Oh, come on. Three Amigos wasn't it that It was the bad. worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Ever? Ever. Ever. That's the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> the Three Amigos, 1986. It's not the worst, worst movie, movie of all ever. time. Uh, since you're not listening to me, I'll not read the rest of these stories. You're not paying any attention to me at all over there. Are you? You're just, you're just off in your own little gambo bumble over there. It's the gambo oh, bubble. Know. Sometimes my attention span is not very good. Sometimes? I like Sometimes. Some... Ain't that something? Ain't that a shame? Gambo's listening now because we got a taste of just about everybody last night in that Suns game. Who are some of the guys on the Suns who will be pivotal in the playoffs? Who gets the minutes? We'll talk about that next. Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here with you on the Birds and Gambo Show. Sorry, I was just admiring the Billy Idol riff there. Dancing with myself for a minute or two. Um, the Suns, they lost last night to the LA Clippers in I mean, just kind of a lackluster game going into the break. The whole thing about it just sort of felt 
flat. Devin Booker didn't have a great game. DeAndre Ayton was just getting worked on the boards by Zubots. Chris Paul. Yeah. You know, it was, it was everything. And sometimes you get, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I swear I'm not. But sometimes you get games like that going to the break where you're just kind of, yeah. you know, like, like anybody, we've got one show to go before vacation, right? That last show might not be the best show you've ever done in your life because you're thinking about going Blast on vacation. Blasphemy, Bernsey. Come on, you know I'm right. Blasphemy. You, you know I'm right. You know I am. You know I am. That's, the last show before a vacation? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You're going on your big, what, Ireland, Italian, Italy, Switzerland vacation uh, this summer? Italy, Switzerland. Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. You're going to tell me. Yeah, I, you don't need to show it to me. I just I read got it my, back I got to you. I, my calendar. I knew it better than you. Yeah. You did. Um, Italy you're gonna, to Switzerland, You're going to tell me the show that you have before that vacation, and you're going to be fully dialed in, completely engaged, and 100% your best? I would, man, I would hope so. Like, <laughs> I'm going to prepare for the show. I'm not like I'm going to half-ass it. Okay. So I, gotta show, I don't even. Uh-huh. You have potential. Uh, thank you, Mitch. Where's you like, what about thank that you, big Diamondback game last night? That was, I didn't watch it. Thank I you, didn't Mitch. see any yeah, of it. No, I don't know, man. My bags are packed. Uh, I'm ready to go. I have no idea. I don't, yeah. uh, did they play? Zach Allen threw a no-hitter. He did? Fact, if I, if oh, my God. I didn't, even know, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even know they played last night. Remember, he serves. I'm actually driving you to the airport before that vacation. I think you were. Asked me to do that in a couple did of I? days. I believe you did. Yeah, so I, I think you'll have one foot out the door oh, when I, you're on your way to Switzerland and Ireland and Italy. See, just just a guess. Uh, I think you asked me to take you to the airport, I'm pretty sure. So, anyway, not making any excuses. What were you up? So, Tuesday, the whatever's going on Tuesday the 27th, you're saying I'm not going to pay any attention to. No, I'm saying. Whatever happens on Tuesday, June 27th, I'm, I'm not going to have any idea. You're going to have a little senioritis, Gambo. You're going to have a little vacationitis. Uh, it's natural. Uh, it's human. You are not above it. You're not a robot, Gambo. You're a human being, and that's what human beings do. That's what human beings. You shake your head. What are you? What are you no, like I, I'm, I'm, like I'm excited now. I, I want to go see my family <laughs> in see, Italy. There you go. You don't need to apologize I'm for it. Get back to Ireland. That's and drive, life. Drive that's on the goes. wrong side of the road. I think that's what happened to the Suns last night. You think? Yeah, they kept saying it on the TV broadcast like 1,500 times. Oh, last game before the All Star break. You never know what's going to. Last game before the All Star. You don't know. Like they, they warned you a hundred times they what did. could happen. They did and it, and it happened to the sun. Now the the better you know the Clippers rose above it. The Bucks last night rose above. It. You know you can rise above things like that. But the Suns were not able to do it. Probably the most interesting thing out of last night's game, at least I thought, was just the wide variety of guys that Monty tried in that game. And he even said after the game, "I played too many guys. I, I just I, I had, had everybody but one. I had everybody out there except for Darius Baisley, and yeah. I, pl- I played too many guys." But you can understand from Monty's point why he'd want to play a bunch of guys. He's got 20 games left, and he's got to use those 20 games to figure out when he shrinks his rotation for the playoffs, who's in, who's out, who contributes, who doesn't. And you're going to shrink that rotation. You have to. You're going to shrink it to, what did he say, about nine and a half? Nine and a half is what so he said. So four subs, maybe a fifth sub will play if if a game's out. So four subs will play regularly, and a fifth guy will play if the game's out of hand one way or another. You know, or foul trouble or something like that. So that's what he's kind of saying. You'll have your five main starters. Now, the question here is, isn't really, you know, yet the bench guys, who's the fifth starter? 
Is it Tory Craig? Is it Josh Koji? Who's going to be the fifth starter? We don't know that yet. And then you could kind of figure out who the bench guy is going to be at this point. You know, bar. So that's why I think like the issue, like if Ish Wainwright is on the roster, I don't think he breaks into the rotation. Is he could be the half guy, but I don't think he's in that rotation. I don't think Kevin Love would be either. I think the guys that are going to play meaningful minutes off the bench for the Phoenix Suns are on this roster right now. I think you're probably right. It's just trying to figure out. And it's not that tough to figure out who they are. It's going to be campaign. It's going to be Terrence Ross. It's going to be Damian Lee. And a backup big. And it's going to be a backup big. Biz Biombo or Jacques Landale, probably Biz. Now, now that okay, now I just gave you four names, mm-hmm. but you know, Tory Craig or Josh Akogi is a starter, which means the other one's not, and the other guy becomes one of those names as well. Now we're up to ten names. We just crossed the nine and a half threshold, and now Actually, we're in ten. Ten guys is fine. Well, I don't think guy number ten is going to get a ton of run. Well, it depends on the games. I mean, if they're a game like it depends on foul trouble, and it depends on there are going to be times. If you look, look, the Suns have the potential to blow some teams out uh, in games, and if they do that, then that tenth guy may get twelve to fifteen minutes in the game. Yeah, and Mitch just sent me a message on teams, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think he's the odd man out. And that's Landry Shamit. I, I think I don't get messages on teams. What's well, you don't use Teams, so I can't send you messages. A, you don't use Teams. B, Nobody sends me a message you on teams. barely know how to use, well, you don't have Venmo. I mean, technologically, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you want to be included my, on Teams? My, my gym today was like, if you're not, you need to sign up for the class. I'm like, I've never signed up for the class. I just show up. <laughs> like, you're supposed to sign up, like, through this app. I'm like, I don't have that. Like, it's, I'm here. Here. What happened to that? So, you know, you call, I'm here. I'm ready. It's called technology. Yeah. Technology happened. Would you like to be on Teams? Would you like to be? I wouldn't include? even. I wouldn't even know how to, <laughs> we I tried even to know send how you to a message, it. but the carrier pigeon got lost on the way. <laughs> I would not even know how to find Teams. <laughs> you know, instead of instead of sending Gambo. Um, what happened? Just text messaging. I, I didn't Venmo him money. I used uh, the Pony Express and I, I threw some cash in the back of a stagecoach and just sent it on your way to to to. Uh, Tukey out there. It's the only way to get it's you too money. Complicated. Like, why not just an email or a text message? Like, why did teams have to come and play? I don't get it. No, I seriously, don't get no, it. See, you know what? This is this is. There's a certain point where when you reach a certain age, you just kind of say, "Screw it to technology." Yeah, I was 25. Yeah, it's, for you, it happened a long time ago. But there is, like, you just get to that point where, like, you know what? I don't need I don't the latest care. gizmo. I don't need the latest gadget. I, now, I'm not there yet, but you're very clearly there. Clearly. I don't think that I need all of this stuff. Like, why do you need all of these things in your life? <laughs> I went to Flower Child. Like, if you download the app, we'll give you a free cookie. I don't want to download your app. I don't want to download it. Like, I got enough stuff on my phone. You don't want a free cookie? I don't like, like, if you download the app, we'll give you a free cookie today. I'm like, I'm here because I'm trying to eat something healthy. I'm having, like, this avocado cob turkey salad. You want to give me a cookie for downloading an app? I don't want your app. Besides, I just want to come in and get my lunch and go. There are cookies out there in the newsroom, too, by the way. Yeah, I didn't have any. And those little mini frosted donuts, too. I didn't have any of those it's either. just are like... I had a yogurt. Catnip, with Blueberries man. and strawberries and granola. Look at you. You healthy eater, you. Healthy, non-tech... Just say, like, everybody wants you to do an app. Yeah. Everybody. 
Download the Arizona Sports app where you can get the latest <laughs> sports news, breaking information. <laughs> Download the show on the podcast. Oh or just spit all over the technology like Gambo oh does, you know? That is the funniest transition you've ever had, ever. It wasn't even a buzz oh read. It's just God. like, man, oh. why apps? Apps oh. suck. Apps are terrible. Ours is great, ours and we hope great. you use ours. Everybody else is just sucks, man. You want a free coffee? We'll give you a point. <laughs> what happened to just have like a card? Like, here's, the, here's my card. Like, I have, like, here. Like, every time, if I go to Andy's for some frozen custard, I got a card. There you my present my card. I don't want an app. Here's the card. It's in my wallet. Here it is. Reward card. It's in my wallet. Why, yeah, it's in my wallet. It's it's, in everything's my wallet. right there. Why don't I want it on my app? Pretty soon, you're not going to have a wallet. Look, there it is. Just, I, it's my I, it's, card right yeah, there. Every yeah. time I go to Andy's, if I get a frozen, if I treat myself to frozen, I give him the card. You also have a wallet a, the size of a ding-dong no, over I don't there. Look at I, got, I got the tiny wallet now. This, I switched it, a while ago to the tiny wallet. That is not tiny. That's super tiny. That's the smallest wallet I've ever I'm had in my life. up to the camera. I don't even know if we're, we're broadcasting. That not, is small. That is not I got 10 euros in there. Don't, don't steal it. No, I have no cash, but I have euros. Your wallet, yeah, my wallet. I would lose that. You would. I don't want something that small. I would lose it if that's. I need to feel it. I need to be able to feel it. You could fit about three of my wallets into your wallet, and I'm not exaggerating. You could fit about three of my wallets into. your I wallet. I swear that's I, that's a new wallet I got just like for like six months ago. It's super small. I, well, I got my Andy's Frozen Custard card on here. This might be one of the dumbest shows on radio. Hey, look. There's my $10 for gelato. Uh, oh, my $10. God. Gambo, you just keep doing you, man. You don't change ever, ever. Don't ever change. You got the birth. Okay, now, okay, here you go. Here's your technological yeah. buzz read for you. Have you subscribed to the Burns and Gambo Show podcast? Gambo hasn't because he hates technology, but you can subscribe right yeah, now on your Arizona iPhone and your Android. You'll never miss any of the shows. The Burns and Gambo Show brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. I have the app on my phone. Uh, look at that. I Get a do. higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higher. I got the weather on my phone. Gambo comes hardwired with the weather. Everybody has the weather on their Every, phone. I thought I downloaded no, it. No, everybody. The weather comes free on your phone. I got WhatsApp. <laughs> you got WhatsApp? I got WhatsApp. I don't know if I have WhatsApp. Or you don't not. have WhatsApp? No, I don't. I don't use that. I don't. I don't use. That. I'm sure it's a wonderful app, though. DeAndre Hopkins is still a Cardinal. What other teams could he play for? We'll try to get uh, Gambo technologically engaged next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Let's get an update on our Twitter poll question of the day. Let's turn it back over to Eric Ruby here at 430 on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. Hi, Rubes. What's cooking on this Friday? What's good? I never imagined typing these two options to go up against each other in a poll, but here we are with the 2022-23 Phoenix Suns. Ish Wainwright has played all the available games left on his current two-way contract, meaning he would have to be converted to a full-time roster spot to stay with the Suns. Would you rather have the Suns fill their final roster spot with him or with Kevin Love? Ish. Younger, better defensively, stronger. Ish. No injuries to worry about. Yeah. Um, Easy for me. Yeah, it's it's tough for me. I'm love. 
Um, but because I, I am, I'm, but it's not like this. Oh God, it's got a Kevin Love. Got to go get him. He's the difference maker. He's going to be the reason why the Suns win a championship. No, it's not that. But I do think Kevin Love, given his playoff experience, would be an interesting add to this roster, given some of the things that he can do well. So I'll say Kevin Love. Some people are even saying don't have to choose between two of them. Wave Jock Landale and sign Kevin Love. They'd rather keep Ish Wainwright on the roster. But the results of the poll, 68.7% going with that championship experience. We're kind of at a blowout now, 31.3% going with Ish. I'll tell you what, there was one suggestion that I think we were both tagged on on Twitter. Okay. If the Bulls wave Goran Dragic, I'd be interested in that. Goran Dragic over a campaign. I'd be interested in that. Okay, me too. Like I could I could get back, on board with that backup, as a backup point guard insurance yeah. just to be sure. Now, you know, is it going to get bought out? I, I don't think it's happened yet. It's been rumored to happen. That would that to me is a position I'd feel much better about upgrading because you might need that upgrade. Well, because you have a need there because your backup point guard has been hurt for a long time. Absolutely. Although he did talk about his he's coming back very soon. Talk about Goran. Campaign. Oh, campaign. Oh, yeah. He talked campaign. about yep. like he thinks he's going to be back in time for that Oklahoma City game a week from tonight, right. potentially. Yeah. Um, so yesterday, it was kind of, that's the, a good poll question, by the way. You can find it on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page, and we'll talk more about the Suns and the roster coming up in a little bit. Yesterday, lost in the shuffle of four hours of madness with Jonathan Gannon and Kevin Durant, we had a really busy day yesterday, was a note that Gambo had, had sent a text to me, and I saw it, and, and I, I saw it earlier in the day as well. came from Joel Corey, who's a former NFL agent, and now he's on Twitter, and he kind of writes about the business in the NFL. He wrote something on Twitter yesterday that Gambo had been, in total fairness to, to you, you had been suggesting this on the air one way or another for the last three or four weeks. Yes. And that is that DeAndre Hopkins, when he violated his PED policy and when he was suspended, that the no trades the no trade clause in his contract was waived. Yes. That he lost it. He lost the note, yes. That's what I was told. And you've told. been saying that for like three weeks now. Yeah. And Joel yeah. Corey mentioned that on Twitter yesterday. And I thought, at some point, we have to talk about this. Because that changes the dynamic a little it bit. It does. He doesn't. Yeah, you can trade him to any team you want. And he doesn't have the ability to uh, to say no. He did have a no trade clause. But I was tipped off about three, four weeks ago that um, because of the suspension, he, he kind of violated the rule. And the, the no trade clause was gone. It was wiped out. So we talked about that a couple of different times. Nobody not, you know, locally in the media picked up on that, but we did talk about it, that DeAndre Hopkins' no-trade clause was void and that the Cardinals could trade him anywhere he wants. And now it's become official where, like, you know, what we said it was, but other people are now backing up what we said, that he doesn't have a no-trade clause. So now the Cardinals can trade him anywhere they want. Yeah. And he has he doesn't have the ability to say, no, I don't want to go there. No, he doesn't. Um, the expectation is that wherever he goes, if he gets traded, the expectation if he stays is that you're going to have to restructure the contract. I mean, one way or another, you're going to have to redo his deal. His cap hit this year is, is a ridiculous, like $31, $32 million. Wherever he goes, you're going to have to redo the the deal. He's going to want to get it redone because he's got no guaranteed money left on the deal. The team that acquires him is going to want to get it redone because he's got a $31 million cap hit this year. You can't have that. So he's going to get a restructure one way or another, whether he stays, whether he goes. There's no way, there's no other way to do it, really, with DeAndre. But it does change the dynamic because 
Andre certainly could have used that no trade clause to his leverage to be able to kind of pick and choose where he goes and pick and choose who the Cardinals exactly. are, are talking to. Yep. Now, a lot of times in a situation like this, the the organization will go to the player and the player's agent and they'll say, figure out a trade. Figure out, give us some options. <clears throat> Happens a lot. Figure, yeah. out, figure go you know. go shop yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Talk to teams. Come up with deals and come back to us and give us some options here of where you'd like to go with a package that we get in return that we feel like is good for us. Go go shop yourself. Go see what you got. Could do that, but you also have the ability with you know to just to make calls on your own if you're Monty Austin Ford. Call call New England. What do you what would you give us for Hopkins? How inter gauge the interest of other teams now. A player like DeAndre Hopkins becomes available. You know, you don't have to ask somebody if you. They'll let you know. Like you'll probably get some calls. Now, it's very likely that a GM does call Monty Austin Ford and says, "Hey, what would you be willing to take for DeAndre Hopkins?" Because you've got to kind of set a little bit of a barrier there, right? You've got to kind of set a, you know, what I'd be willing to take. Now, if a team is going to give you a second round pick and one team has an early pick and one team has a later pick, I'm not worried about where DeAndre Hopkins wants to go. I'm getting the best pick I of can course. get. Oh, of course, absolutely. And I was only suggesting the Hopkins thing that he shops his own deal is just a matter of convenience more than anything else for the Cardinals because then it you know Hop goes where he wants to go and the Cardinals get what he wants there's been another round of where is DeAndre Hopkins going to go stories there are a couple of them today out there on the internet one of them from Pro Football Network six DeAndre Hopkins landing spots they mentioned the Patriots makes a lot of sense they mentioned the Cowboys they mentioned the Bears they mentioned bears. The, the bears. The bears. You know what? I think yeah. the bears has a little more traction than you would think. Only because they don't really have another. They don't really have a number one wide receiver. They've got cap space, don't they? They've got cap space. They've got a quarterback who certainly could use a number one wide receiver. Yeah, who's who was good last year. He's kind of ready to take that next step to great, and a number one wide receiver would help. And it ain't Darnell Mooney. Um, the Colts made the list. The Ravens made the list, huh. and the Giants made the list. Yeah, I, I go, all of those teams could use a number one wide receiver. They could. And it's, listen, I don't think that it's outrageous to ask for a second round pick. I think it's very fair compensation. Maybe somebody would give you a first, but I think it's more likely somebody would give you a second, take on that contract, take the you know, take the Andre Hopkins off your hands, you get a second round pick. And now can you imagine the Cardinals going into this draft? You're Monty Austin for it. You've got the number three overall pick in the draft. You've got the number three pick in the second round, and you get another second round pick? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got three picks in the top, what, 45? Three picks in the top 50? Mm-hmm. Could really, and you still get your third round pick, could really make do some damage there if you're able to do that. Two third, two third round, round picks. picks. The comp pick, too, at the end. The comp pick that they got, that's right. So now you've got two third round picks. If you got two seconds at a first? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Great, way to, it's a great way to start rebuilding. It sure would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I fully expect DeAndre Hopkins is going to be on somebody else's roster. It's just a well, question why would you want to keep him? If, 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 why would you want to keep him? There's no reason to. The old, it's kind Kyler Murray's going to miss three, four, six, seven games. Who knows how many? You're not planning on being competitive in year one next year. If it happens, great. But you're not going to. You got to kind of reset things. And with Kyler available for who knows how many games, there's no reason to have him here. None. Yeah. I listen, and you've got a tough decision to make with Hollywood Brown. Sure do. Do you want to keep him? Do you want to re-sign him? Do you? Because we we've talked about this all along. You can't pay both guys. You no. can't be paying Hopkins and paying Hollywood Brown. When we come back, the Phoenix. Suns have Kevin Durant. How much time do the Suns have this regular season with Kevin Durant? Can they make it work in time? We'll talk about that coming up right here. Burns and Gambo. 
Burns and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, just real quick, uh, an update from the Cardinals coordinator coaching search. Albert Breer tweeted out 10 minutes ago that Arizona's defensive coordinator interview with Bears linebackers coach Dave Borgonzi got moved up to tonight. It will start shortly. And he writes, the Cardinals' interest is very real here. Jonathan Gannon and Borgonzi know each other well. Eagles linebackers coach Nick Rallis is another prime candidate for the job. So far, no mention of Mike Zimmer. He was mentioned a couple of days ago, and there's been no... No, I thought maybe word. an advisor role. Maybe they talked about it. Maybe an advisor role. Um, this Borgonzi's a good name. I mean, the guys work with Levante David, Quan Alexander with the Bucks, and then Shaq Leonard, Anthony Walker, Bobby Urkery. I mean, he he's done a good job. Uh, everybody knew that he was going to get defensive coordinator consideration at some point. He's been one of those rising coaches. Yep. So it does make sense since Gannon got the job. Gannon was on the Colts staff with with Ibra Fluss and Borgonzi from 2018 to 21. Gannon was the defensive backs coach. Borgonzi was the linebackers coach. So when you start to build a staff, you want to go with people you know. You want to go with familiarity. And uh, Borgonzi's been a guy that's you know it's been on the the fast track to be a coordinator. We'll completely update you coming up in a little bit on everything going on with the Cardinals defensive with the Cardinals coaching search when it comes to their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator. I just wanted to pass that along because that's relatively new. It does seem like there's a sense of urgency now with him with that interview being moved up to tonight. We'll update you more when we've got a little more information about it. All right, so as we mentioned... ESPN, um, apparently they're flexing into next Friday's game between the Suns and the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's widely expected that's going to be Kevin Durant's first game as a member of the Phoenix Suns. Of course, it comes against his original organization in Oklahoma City. There's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of interest in seeing Kevin Durant make his debut with the Suns and how that goes. It appears as if ESPN has picked up that game one week from tonight. When that game starts, the Phoenix Suns will have 20 games to acclimate Kevin Durant and to figure out how this is all going to work. Now, in the past, you and I have both said we don't think it's that big of a deal. Kevin Durant's a pro. Chris Paul's a pro. Devin Booker's a pro. They'll figure it out. They've got Monty Williams as their coach. They're all pros. They'll figure it out. Gambo, it is a short amount of time to be able to kind of figure out how it's going to work, and there's going to be some challenges associated with that. Yeah, there will be challenges. I mean, the biggest thing with with getting Durant involved is we've talked about how adaptable he is to just fit right into the system. You run the same sets. You don't have to change a whole lot. What Booker does well, he does well. You play him with the greatest mind that maybe that's ever played the game from a passing perspective. And Chris Paul, he's going to figure out where you like the ball in the, the right spots. But that's going to be fascinating to watch the the games because I think it's all going to come together and be almost seamless and flawless. But you know, maybe it's not. The interesting thing, and 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 you know, if I looked at that athletic. Column that I, a part that I liked about it just talked about, you know, the egos. You know, I mean, Kevin Durant knows he's one of the best players in the game and he's got to fit in. You know, you've got to try to blend in with an already established superstar on a Supermax contract and you've got to kind of make that work. And, you know, one of the points in, in Doug's column was on some teams with an established star adding an alpha such as Durant this late in the season would not work. But he says Booker is not that guy. That's not to say he doesn't have an ego. It's impossible to rise to this level without one. He just uses his differently. Is that 
I think that might be the case. Oh, I think that Devin is absolutely Booker's the case. Devin Booker's ability to accept a player like that uh-huh. and, and, and defer when you have to defer... I think that that's what makes this thing work so flawlessly. Yeah, it was it was Doug Haller's story on the Athletic today with Kevin Durant in place. Suns have roughly twenty games to find championship form, and and I thought that was the number one takeaway from this article, and and frankly something I had failed to think about in those terms that Kevin Dur- that that Devin Booker is so easy to get along with. He's an alpha, but he's not the kind of guy who's going to let it get in his way. It's it's the reason why I think Kyrie to Dallas is going to fail. It's the reason why I think Russell Westbrook to the Clippers could absolutely blow up in their face. Let me ask you about that. Kyrie to, to Dallas, is it because Lucas' personality? Kyrie's personality. Kyrie's personality. Because of Kyrie's personality. I just, I, I think, like, Booker, okay, Booker will gladly defer to Kevin Durant, and it won't be a problem in the moments that he has to. And Durant, I think, will gladly defer to Booker in the moments that he has to. And Paul will defer to both of them. I don't think it's going to work that way between Luka and Kyrie. And I don't think it's going to work that way when Westbrook shows up in L.A. if he ends up going to the Clippers with a certain expectation of shots, minutes, running the team, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That, and I, you know what? I'm thinking about this in a brand new way. We were talking two days ago about Devin Booker saying, and I want the super team to come to me. And he said it like three, four years ago when it came out to be true. The super team came to him. I think part of the reason why is because he is that superstar. He's that guy. He's I'll that def- guy. I don't mind deferring to you in a fourth quarter game. If you're hot, I, w- I want to win. Chris Paul found that out firsthand mm-hmm. when he came here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, you're hot. You're, you're Mr. Clutch the last five minutes of these close games. Knock yourself out. Go for it. Do it. Do do your thing. Do what you got to do. I, I don't mind because there'll be moments when I'll have to do it and you won't. And I think with Durant, I think that's the appeal to Devin Booker to a lot of these stars to come play yeah. here is that you know, they'll know they'll get along. You know, some guys, if you figure your output is 100% and you bring another superstar in, you might have to sacrifice 10%, 15%. Booker doesn't care. Other guys do. Other guys care about that. They don't want to sacrifice anything. I don't want to give up. I don't, I don't want to go from this many points per game down to this. I don't want my numbers to be affected. My numbers matter to me. Booker's not a real numbers guy. Like, like you know, it doesn't matter. He wants to win basketball games. He's always wanted to win. So I think that it does work easier here because Durant's coming to... Now, I think that's why they won in Golden State because I think that Steph Curry is very much like Book. Very much. I think Steph Curry is very much one of those. Absolutely. I just want to win. <laughs> and if it's me shooting or you shooting, as long as we win the game, Steph Curry's like that. Steph Curry was able to incorporate superstars in with him and be fine. And I think Devin Booker's got a little bit of that Steph Curry in him. Uh, this It was a really good story. Another one, Doug Haller has really been cranking him out good for the athletic the last couple of days. And, and this one points out the reason why 20 games isn't that big of a deal. He mentions Devin Booker and kind of that that he, that he has an ego, he just doesn't get in the way. He mentions Coach Monty and how Monty was actually the history he has with Kevin Durant. How you know the the year, unfortunately, that Monty lost, lost his, wife his wife in the car right. accident. Yeah. He was the assistant coach there in Oklahoma City when Durant was on that team. So obviously, there's a history there. And then, of course, Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is a guy who is going to benefit greatly from this arrangement. I think you saw in last night's game why they needed to go out and get a Kevin. Durant. 
Durant because Chris Paul, when you ask him to be that secondary scorer, sometimes he can do it, sometimes he can't, right? Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. You need a more consistent threat of offense than that. I think Chris Paul would be more than happy to not have to be that guy offensively who's who's the you know the the, the second best player on the floor for the Suns. I think he's more than happy to defer that. If we looked at what Chris Paul averaged in the playoffs point per game two years ago and even last year. I guarantee you his numbers go down dramatically now. Oh, yeah. I don't think Booker's numbers change that much, maybe just a little bit. But the guy who's really going to be affected by that because he doesn't have to. Like, they they needed him to shoot. But his numbers, from what they were the year they went to the NBA Finals and even last year when they lost to Dallas— his numbers this year, I think, are going to be. You're going to look at me like, "Wow, that's a big difference." Now, the assists may be the same, maybe even better, mm-hmm. but the points per game is going to be much different. So much attention is on the Suns. We're curious what people at the national level are saying about Phoenix now. So we pointed the bat signal up to the Pacific Northwest. Let's see if we can get a response from ESPN's Kevin Pelton next on the Burns and Gambo Show.